Everybody should have a uh, sheet. There's some sheets. Tzvi, you got to everybody? You covered uh, some more? There are sheets up front. There are sheets up front that anybody doesn't have. Let's begin. With a very famous uh, Tagam Yenison on the Parsha. It's uh, Tagam Yenison we'd uh, rather not focus on because it's not comfortable, but this is the time. Beginning of Parsha Nitzavim, which we just learned. You have this fellow who's a Sherish Perish Vala'ana. He's a real, real Russian. He's plotting and he's planning, and even though we have all the Azharas and the Klolas and the Shvuas, he still wants to do Averis. He'll just give himself a bracha. As Rashi teaches, everything's going to be fine. Nothing to worry about. So it's hard to figure out exactly what it is. Rashi says that a rova is a shagig and a tzmeya is a mezid. So what does it have to do with the Shagig and Mezid? What does it have to do? The guy's a Russia, so he's, uh, he's doing things by Mezid. Well, where does the Shagig fit in? Look at the Targum Yenison over here. Not in the Uncleus. Targum Yenison adds one word. When he hears these Klolos of death, these uh, very serious Klolos from last week's Parsha, he teaches his Baruch Bovova doesn't mean he gives himself a bracha, everything's going to be fine. He teaches Yezayish Belibe. He has Yish. And then he says, Shalom Yeli. The Bali Musa point out what's going on over here is this guy is not necessarily the world's biggest Russia. Matter of fact, unfortunately, we all have a little bit of this within us. Yezayish Belibe means Russian Yish that there are certain categories of things that we, for for, for ourselves, we're just not good at. We know it's wrong, we know it's not right, we're not doing the mitzvahs, we know it's wrong, we're doing the averis, but, you know, we're good at a lot of things, certain things we're not good at, so we sort of, like, took it off the table. You see, I believe it doesn't count for me anymore because I'm just not good at it, and I'll focus on the other things. And when a person says this, Kaviyochov, you could say it, only the Pasuk is, you never see Hashem as angry as you see him in this, in this parsha. The, the metaphor over here, the imagery given talks about Oz Yeshan Af Hashem Don't find that, but the worst for Shem. Yesha, is that a smoke coming out of Kaviyochov, Hashem's nose? He's heating up. Shem says, this guy, I'm never going to forgive him, I'm going to wipe him off the face of the earth. What did he do wrong? So Tagim Edison said, he gave up. He's not fighting the fight anymore. Certain categories, Lashon Hara, we spoke about talking Davin this morning, uh, honesty, certain things, you know, I'm not good, I have other mitzvahs, this is not my cup of tea. So he wrote it off. So Hashem says, you write it off, so now I'm going to get you not only for the Mezidin, even if you Beshegig, you fall in, you're not even trying, so you're not even going to get any Rachmanis in the Shegig department. The Mansfets are over, I'm going to lump Shegig and Mezid together, everything's going to be the same, so once you give up, if you're not fighting, you're not trying to improve, then there's no hope. And 
the reason we like to give up on certain things, whether they're small, mediocre, hope we're not giving up any so-called big things, because I'll tell us no such thing as big and small when it comes to mitzvahs. Yish is, a, is one of those powerful weapons of the Eitz Ahar. So it's from people, it's not going to tell us to do our favors left, right, and center, but certain things we're just not uh, too good at. So he'll say, okay, you can't be perfect, let's focus on something else. And the person who does that doesn't fully appreciate the chimer of an Avera, the pagam that an Avera does, and the tshuva necessary to fix it up. I picked, this is real heavy stuff, I picked this for tonight to go through one little piece, two paragraphs, the Tamer Devarah. Tamer Devarah, you've seen a lot of Kabbalah in here. This particular piece will actually be able to understand the words. Uh, Tamer Devarah is the Ramak, and he goes to the Yid Gimel Midas, which I think is very apropos. We are going to be saying Hashem Hashem Karachim Lachan a lot in the next couple of weeks. And he focuses on all the Midas. I want to focus just on one, Messi Oven. What's the, uh, what's the special meat of Nasi Oven? So take a look on page Gimel. When you finish with this, you won't be ignoring any category. You won't have Yish and anything, because you know it's too important. What's the mile of Nasi Oven? There are more copies here, somebody doesn't have in the back. When you're doing Avera, big or small, a Mashchis, a bad Malach, whatever you want to call him, is created. What happens to this Katega? Again, I'm not promising you can understand everything over here, but uh, just the concept is enough to scare anybody to having a good slichus. So this Malach, this Katega, goes in front of a Baruch Hu, and he announces his Yichus. He says, Plenty of money created me. Now, step two, why is he putting down his credentials? Everything in the Bria has to be fed. Everything has to be nourished. Nothing that doesn't have to be fed. Here in Yanni Kabbalah from the Svarim about Yadika, the Griff and the Bed, that's what he's referring to over here. This Malach now will come to Akash Baruch and say, feed me, nourish me. Nothing exists unless it has the nourishment, the constant help of Akash Baruch Hu. And Biryam is Kamas Baalam Ella Bishifash Akash Baruch Hu. So this mashchis that was created by the person who did the Avera comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mam is Kayim. I did nice and she am HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to nourish him, to support him. Midas Adin should dictate that Hashem should tell this Malach, I'm not helping you. Any zon mashchisim. I'm not interested. Get out of here. Yelach Eitzah Misha Asov Yisparis Himenu. Go get Yannika from the person who created you. Which is a big problem for the human being, for the Balavera. The Mashchis is told, go feed, go feed off the person who created you, he's in big trouble. Akash Baruch Hu should say that, because Akash Baruch Hu didn't create him, not part of the Bria, it's created by somebody else, so go, go to him. What, what would happen if Hashem would do that? What? Yes, absolutely. And that Malach gives you, constantly gives you support. It, it, it feeds off in a way where it's always being mechazik. This type of feeding off, as you see in the next line, is not good for the Jews. See, he would go either destroy the person completely, or karasoy, give him karis, cause other damage, cause karis, or nanashalot, fiyanchen, she is batal amashchasahu. That's the dangerous route. That's Minas Adin, Akash Baruch Hu doesn't do that. 
it is Midas Arach, remember, this is Hashem Hashem Karach Machano. This is the various Midas of Rachmanus of Akash Baruch we're trying to invoke throughout the Yom Naram period. Hashem carries the Mashchis. He supports him. He nourishes him. Hashem does for everybody, whether they deserve it or not. Hashem nourishes people who are Hashem Gemurim, who are Kavyacha spitting in a Kavyacha's face. He's still nourishing them. He's still, they're breathing. So Hashem and his waits for people and waits for Mashchitzim not to do their damage till the people do tshuva, as he will explain. Zanam of next side. Until one of three things happen. person does tshuva and the difficult tshuva process he goes through. And tshuva in that process, tshuva doesn't necessarily mean rolling around the snow, it could mean that. But the difficulty of the tshuva, the fasting and the other things a person goes through doing tshuva, and just the uh, breaking the midah is already painful. That itself, Hashem will wait for the person to do that, and that will destroy this mashchis. Or Hashem will send the Yisurim. So you'll say, so we're back where we started from. The answer is the mashchis has no mercy at all. The mashchis will just obliterate the person. Hashem will send the Einish in a way that a person can handle it. Or, whatever's not finished over here, Hashem will have a prasik hand to clean up the neshama. Puts this pasuk in a new perspective. Gadol avayni mitzay. That was a question that Kayan put to Akash Baruch Hu. Is my avera the mashchas I created? Can you imagine the size of this mashchas. He killed his brother. Is the mashchas that I created so heavy that Hashem, you can't nourish him? That I got to pay for this directly in midas adin. Taka. After we said this, even though he said it with a shtickle chutzpah, after he said it, Hashem Taka revised the din and mixed midas arachamim. Pesher abesan zechon levrocha kol elam kulis is Kayan's. Hashem, you're carrying the whole world. You can't carry the extra mashchis. So he was asking Hashem too, he could have said it in a little different way, but the point was that he was asking for that minis harachimim. He says, my avayr is too heavy. And the answer was, at the end of the day, he murdered his brother, but even that avayr was not too heavy. Hashem did carry it and gave him the long-term punishment that helped him Survive. Pierce the finest of Joshua Sakin. In Cain, I raise a meat of Savlon as Gadola, she yells in the finest burial rush, a bar of Haiti Ashiashva. Shem carries the debt, so to speak, carries this mashkis, carries this, this mashkis that wants to destroy the person. Shem is my finest it until the person comes back. That's a very interesting insight, as it is. So, lesson number one is, is that whatever of air we do, large or small, has direct damage. And that damage comes back for Nakama. And somebody's got to support it. So Hashem, what we're trying to ask Hashem, when we say tonight, Hashem, Hashem, Kerach, Bechanan, we ask Hashem, please carry the Avera, means carry this Mashchis so it doesn't do damage to me, and give me a chance to recover. At least we have an understanding of what the word means. It goes a step further, and I think this is uh, really crucial. We spoke this morning about fixing up Yabanam Lachavera before getting to uh, hoping for me to Sarachimim, Benadam, Next paragraph. Mizel Yumara Adam. To learn from here, Kamatsar Shia Sablon. Remember, whatever Midas you treat other people with, in Shemayim, that's how you treat, you get treated. It's a direct relationship, and that's why we go out of it. We're supposed to be going out of our way to be extra kind, so I'll give a lot of stucker. So we're asking for kindness and stucker in Hashemayim. So over here, this Midah of Nesya Avon that Hashem is patient and waits 
and waits and waits for the person to come back and protects him from his own mashchis that he created until such time that he comes back. So too, how patient we have to be with other people. Person ba'avels you, annoys you, screams at you, cheats you, rubs you the wrong way, does not machabed you enough, whatever the avla is. So a person has to know that uh, you can't come down on him and you can't be so beregiz, you come to the Yamadin, somebody gets punished for you on your account. The Gemara says, even though Hashem will punish the person on your account, then Hashem won't take the neshama into his mechitza because somebody is punished on his account. It's interesting, cheshman. You have a right to demand the punishment. The shamayim, they're going to defend your COVID. And then it's not good for you that somebody got punished on your account, which is why every night before we go to sleep, before Amapil, we grant mechila to everybody, excluding the money you still want to get back. But a general mechila shouldn't be punished because not only don't you want him to be punished, you don't want to get punished on the rebound, which is a very deep concept, but that's the way it works. And the Ramach, the term of is teaching us that the more you have Savlonis for other people, the more Savlonis they're going to have for you in Shemayim. Ashir Kazesh, Adain, Ra'asa, Kayemesh, Shachata, Negdoi, Hu Yispol, Ad Yasakin, Chavero, Adshi Yisbatom, Eilov, Kiyetze, Bezeh. This is an interesting line. So, how long should you wait? So, he compares it to the Mashkis. So, wait until either the person comes back and fixes it up. That's one option. Oh, Adshi Yisbatom, Eilov. So, what does that mean? So, the scary explanation might be that the person is the spatel. We don't want that. Or it can mean she is love. I think a very distinct possibility is the problem goes away. Think in life how many times he was so angry at people. That you had such tightness. You look back a month later, a year later, ten years later, sometimes you need a long view. You look at it, ah, that's what I wasted my time on. What a, how many hours I wasted with him thinking about it, worrying about it, being angry, wanting to take the comma. He did apologize, didn't apologize. What's the nafkamina? The older you get, the more you realize that. Life is very short. At the end of the day, nine out of ten times, nine out of a hundred, it really doesn't make too much of a nafkamina. And even if it was a money issue and he didn't pay it back, Tzvilazaka always says, puts for the money I still want back. You never know, maybe he'll pay it back in 50 years. But to hold on to the uh, ill will and the nakama, you're not doing anybody a favor. You give yourself an ulcer. And then he gets punished, and then you get punished back. It's not worth it. So I think possibly what he means here is wait and wait and wait and have that Slavonis, and in Shemayim they'll give you that Midah until until he comes around, which might happen. Oh, actually, it's about to make love, or the whole Indian is his battle. I hope it doesn't mean the person's going to get punished. It means that it doesn't make too much of a difference. And if you think uh, for a few moments about uh, previous fights and Sechsuchim and Dinei Teir and all the other things that go on, unfortunately, part of daily life, if you have one, if you're old enough to look back a year or two or five or ten, you'll probably come to realize that uh, that was a silly thing to waste my time on. Ultimately, uh, most of it doesn't really make too much of a difference. What? That's, yeah, that's my drag already. That the Chinuch says, it was all coming to you anyway, and the Tsar was coming to you, and don't shoot the messengers, may Hashem yet sadar, that's why you shouldn't take the comma. I'm not even going there. That's my drag. That's, that's, that's MS Lamita, but that's my drag. I'm saying a more practical thing. Time heals most wounds, and if we would realize sooner rather than later that as time marches on, you look back and it really doesn't make too much of a difference, you could have Savlonis, Adva Adva Chlal. He's saying have Savlonis till he comes around, turns around. I think Ashish Batamela means the whole Indian doesn't make a difference anymore. 
If you show that Savlanus and Shemayim, they look at you and Hashem says, I could be a nice oven. I can hold back the Mashchisim from all the Averis until such time that he comes around. And there's no time like the present. So Hashem is waiting for us. Amit Hashem uh, will begin tonight.